0: Hi Minimal Moves, it's me again. Um, Right now I'm sitting next to my red Macintosh all-natural soy palm blend candle. Uh, I never thought I would be a candle person, it's just really, you know, like, unnecessary, impractical, blah blah, Um, at least where I am, where I have reliable sources of electricity, it doesn't make any sense, they're kind of expensive um but here we are um i just threw this out it has nothing to do with minimalism but it kind of does at the same time so obviously it's increasing the amount of possessions that i'm having um i have three candles in my room right now which is way more than i've had actually i also have like little tea candles so that makes it more but um it brings me a lot of joy it's it's really strange because it really does not fit my personality type but I'm really enjoying it, and I think it's also a very easy gift for people to give me, and I'm a hard person to gift for because I'm really picky, so I'm not really picky when it comes to candles, so maybe, you know, maybe it's good. It's really not. I'm trying to think of, like, how I can ease myself out of this phase in a way because it's really not, you know, it really isn't necessary, but I just also want to come here to say if you're moving towards minimalism or living a bit more sustainably, it's okay to have either a lapses kind of like this or to allow yourself to find ways to bring joy because you're minimalizing in other ways, right? Like I'm not, I mean, I was never really a clothing buying, I love clothes, trust me. I love fashion and I love clothes, jewelry and everything, but I never really bought a lot of clothes at a certain phase of time life, unless it was really necessary. Like I bought like school uniforms or when I came to the states first I bought like a bunch of clothes because I knew I was coming to a really cold area that I was not used to things like that but I've never really bought a lot of clothes just like for the sake of it but I'm like really evaluating what pieces I introduce in my wardrobe because I know how much of a burden it can turn into so um I'm thinking about those things like even buying food I'm far more intentional right now Um, I have so much like gift wrapping supplies because I love gift giving, but I'm not allowing myself to buy anymore until I use up all that I have right now, things like that. So it's a trade-off. I sidetrack a little bit, but I feel like this is an important one and something that I'm trying to teach myself as well. Um, so I wanted to flag that for you. Today, I wanted to talk about my non-minimal makeup collection. This may not apply to everyone if you don't wear makeup. Um there are a lot of sort of societal constructs around who doesn't wear makeup, but I am here to say anyone can have fun with makeup. Okay. So, moving beyond that, I don't really so I call it my non-minimal minimal collection because first of all, makeup is not in my mind minimal unless you you are like maybe someone who performs um, this is an important part of your m- way of making a living, I don't think that, um, for the average person, it's fair, very, super, super necessary, especially beyond, like, a basic, I don't know, also, basics really depend on the person when it comes to makeup, I've realized, so, like, for me, something might be a basic, but then I watch these minimal makeup gr- or. I guess there are former makeup gurus who have turned to minimalisms like basic collection and they have an entirely different set of things and they don't have the certain things that i consider to be my basics so it really depends on the person or i don't know what i'm doing with makeup that's also like, possible but um of course i will caveat this with like if you have certain types of jobs which obviously includes people who maybe perform a lot um also i know uh flight attendants i think at least the japanese ones seem to have pretty strict requirements also if you come from a conservative society just just my heart goes out to you um i do as well and i know that if i were to work back in japan there is certain like we just recently had sorry i stammer a little bit because it's kind of outrageous we recently had this rule about how women need to wear heels to the workplace, I think we still have for the good part, even if it's not a formal rule, it's an unspoken rule that you're supposed to, um, and our Minister of Labor basically agreed with that concept, and he did not want to overturn it, and that we're in 2020, right? Remind me, I mean, with everything that has happened, I am very aware that we're in 2020, so, um, makeup collections could be really necessary for certain people, and, it may, you may not be allowed to have a minimal collection, which is really unfortunate if that's not something that you enjoy. If you enjoy it, great, but if you don't, I'm sorry. That said, um, I'll talk through what I have. This is where it would be better if I had like a video component, right? Because I can show you, but um, I'll, I'll train my verbal explanation skills. So, to start, I have one palette. Um, I have this one palette that was gifted to me that I adore. It's from Anastasia Beverly Hills it's their natural um, or like neutral tone, I think it's called like soft glam um, and I love it, um, I I do really enjoy bluer eye products, blue and green and I'm the type of person who would wear it even though I don't look particularly good in it or anything, I just really love it and a lot of my clothes are in those color tones as well so it would go really well, so this palette does not contain any of those, so I have a tiny eyeshadow like little box that I also got second hand to hand me down um, that's blue I don't really love it though so I'm looking to replace it with a kind of more multi like blue and green toned eyeshadow like small palette if I can because I would love having that um and especially for holiday seasons obviously but I just I'm the type of person who dresses up at very on a daily basis um it's harder to catch me not dressed up in in some kind of conceptualized way on any given day and that's just me being extra but so I love those kind of Colors that are typically considered a bit more out there or uncomfortable. I also like purple and I want to try that out I haven't really had a purple eyeshadow yet moving on to um, other eye products. So This includes for me um, I have one black eyeliner one green eyeliner. That's kind of getting old um I really wanted to introduce a blue eyeliner. Um maybe like a vivid blue or maybe like a dark blue. Um I don't really know, but I kind of wanted to try one of those and I think I will really enjoy it. Um and I have two mascaras. It's because so I have one that was gifted to me from Glossier. Um very good, very basic. It's almost a bit too basic for me though. I like a bit more of a dramatic look for my like upper lashes. For my lower lashes, they just smudge. So Glossy is perfect, um, but for my upper lashes, I have, I think it's the Too Good To Sex, you know what I'm talking about, it's from Too Faced, oh, it's called Better Than Sex, that's what it is, it's this is really bulky mascara, I don't really like it, it, um, I get, like, little black flakes all over my face, um, but I knew that was really popular, I wanted to give it a shot, um, it's very strong, and I can tell that because I get these traces on my sink, um, of this mascara, um, it's okay i won't repurchase it but i know that people really like it and it's really popular um i'll probably be trying out like clinique i think they have like cruelty free um like healthier ingredients products i kind of want to try that out i also know a lot of sustainable um i think elate is another sustainable makeup brand um i haven't really learned as much about it just because the sustainable brands tend to be fairly high-end and i got a lot of things either um, whenever I feel comfortable spending on them, or I get things secondhand, um, so I don't really have a lot of control over the brands that I have, but yeah, so that's kind of my eye section, um, I'm moving on, sort of down my face, oh, also right now I'm not using foundation at all, because it would get all over my mask, um, and it doesn't really make sense, but I do really enjoy using liquid foundation normally, I've had, uh, the MAC liquid foundation, um, I think, think I might have had another kind but I don't really remember. Um, I just haven't had used it in a while because I ran out before I went abroad last semester so that would have been I haven't really had one since maybe last October or maybe last September November I just um, haven't really needed it yet but I will be repurchasing it probably down the line whenever I can let me mm, I was gonna say let me know what your recommendations are but telepathy me your recommendations. All right, I do have powder foundation as well. I think it's from Cover FX. Um, I think they're also a kind of like a healthier or gentler brand. I need to do a bit more research into it, and I'll probably redo a sustainable makeup episode down the line. I'm just not really there, and I'm being a hundred percent brutally honest with you. Um, so kind of while we're on the face, I don't really wear blush. Um, I have a second hand Tarte blush and like a free sample one that I got. I think also from Tarte. Um, that I have just when I want to like. I don't know, blush more than I already do, which I blush a lot, so it doesn't really- it's not really something that I find very necessary. I also get Asian glow if I ever drink, so that's- yeah, oh, Asian glow is just when people become really red, and it's just kind of like a colloquial term if you're not familiar with it, just because a lot of Asian people get the glow, I guess, I don't know, it's something genetic, um, my dad does the exact same shade of red, (laughs) Uh, with like a sip of alcohol and it's crazy because we look like we're drunk but we're not at all it's just like turns bright red you know like a tomato anyway moving back to makeup and hopefully none of these topics are uncomfortable oh just letting you know i'm over 21 i'm um also over 20 so in either of my countries i am cleared in terms of drinking um just to make you comfortable because that might make some people uncomfortable i don't know Um, so in terms of brushes that I have um, a lot of them right now are secondhand or like hand-me-downs I don't really know their brands they're really good the hand-me-down ones I really like I honestly don't really like the ones I have Um, I think one of them is e.l.f. oh I do really like this one I got it from this okay it's from Daiso in Japan and some people might know it especially if you live in like California um, but Daiso is like a dollar tree basically but more far more enjoyable and far more like better quality products um, you kind of, like, you kind of get a sense of, like, what types of things to look for, but a lot of people in Japan use various kinds of daiso products, especially, like, a lot around the house, organizing, um, I'm, I'm kind of into stationery, so I wouldn't buy stationery from them necessarily, because their quality isn't that spectacular, but, like, Anything you can think of that you need in life, you can find some version of it there. Like, you can find dishware, laundry tools, and yes, in Japan we have a lot of laundry tools. I don't know, but they also have makeup brushes. And they're not a dollar. Maybe they're, like, in US dollars, it would be, like, $2.50 worth, um, maybe a little cheaper, I'm not sure because I got them a long while ago. But they're so, so nice, they last long, they don't shed. I don't know how they do it, and I don't know why like brushes here are so expensive generally. Um, to get like a good quality one, but they're really good and I've loved it. I use one of them for like my powder foundation, and I have another in stock just for like um, setting powder. That's something I'm looking forward to getting once I don't need to wear a mask all the time. I don't know if that'll do. Um, but if it does I have this like we call them like kabuki brushes but it's basically this like big fluffy brush that you just kind of use to set your makeup at least that's what I'm planning to use it for um and I really want to get a setting powder I've heard Laura Mercier is very good but I don't think I can afford that they sound really fancy because they sound French <laughs> but oh I think elf also has like a decent setting powder so I might be going for that um, I have a brush from e.l.f. They're okay. Like, they're not spectacular, but I'm also using it for foundation, and I feel like I'm supposed to use it for concealer, so I don't really know. I don't really have a concealer right now. I used to, um, but it was, like, just not the right, right, exactly shade, and also, I didn't really see the need to hide my bags under my eyes, because if people can see it, that means they know that I'm tired. JK. Um, sorry. But, um for real, I I do have a lot of like I have like a lot of blackhead on my um nose, which if you don't know what that is, it's just kind of like little like hair bits that you can see, I guess. My mom does as well. I don't really know how to fix it. Um I haven't really tried as hard as I could I guess but I don't think that like hiding that is gonna change my life and I also don't think there's a concealer out there that could hide all the blemishes that I would like anyway. So I, I might as well um own it and um I this this might be sharing too much, but um, birth control has really helped me control my acne. Um, so I think that that's been really helpful as well. And if I do, I'd rather let it like heal itself and like speed up that process instead of covering it up and like potentially elongating the amount of time I take for it to go away. So um, I'm kind of pragmatic like that hair flip moment. Um, but I do- I mean, if I do find a good concealer that works really well, that I think is not really stifling, I might get it down the road, but I don't think so. Not for now. Um, and obviously I'm very lucky to have, like, okay- I mean, I don't really like my skin either, but I mean, I feel very fortunate that I can make this decision at the same time. I don't know, it's kind of a tricky balance, right, of, like, security, insecurity. That's the other thing where minimalism, I think, helps, though, because for me- The decision of not having a concealer, for example, is kind of a, it's kind of like a convenience thing. Like I don't really want another thing to clutter up my collection that is already pretty like decently sized as you can tell and I don't really have a strong need for it. So like that mindset of minimalism helps me convince myself to sort of be like living with my flaws and even though I'm not like a fan of it, I think that's like a step in the right direction. I don't really know, but um, I think it helps me moving on oh um just to t- go over eyeliner brands i had em cosmetics i think that was the brand i had before it was okay it was starting to dry out um so i got a rare beauty one it's also good i have like weirdly littered eye or like one of my eyes is weirdly littered so i get like the line on the top um sometimes but i'm trying to figure out if there's a way i can do my eyeliners better to not have that happen i have my green one is from sephora brand which is okay um Okay, moving on. So for eyebrows, I use an e.l.f. palette that, like, my friend in high school who was a pretty good makeup person and who also was really financially conscious, she recommended to me, and I've been using that brand since. I repurchased it once when it completely shattered to, like, the point of where I couldn't use it at all um, the first time around, so I'm on my second, and it's gonna last forever because it comes with a lot of product for, like, a brow thing, and um second product I think in the past four five years maybe um I use it pretty frequently um I think it just makes my brows look more organized um my brows in real life are pretty like present like they're pretty vocal uh on their own so I mean I am trying to also shift to a more like pen style so next time I do purchase a brow product it'll be like a single like you know I don't need to open the like little compact thing it will be just like a pen style thing maybe um because i just think that's easier to handle um and travel with but for now it's what it is moving on um lipstick so my lipstick collection is so eclectic i have two from em i think they're em cosmetics i don't really know the exact brand sorry i have a couple from nars that are secondhand hand-me-downs um i have one from like a random brand that i something pop but it's not color pop i don't really know um, let's see what else I have. I have one from Sephora that's like bright red that I got for prom. Fun fact, um, I learned how to do my makeup for prom four days before I did prom because I didn't want, or I went to prom because I didn't want to spend so much money and I decided to spend a little bit more money on my hair, uh, because I had no clue what the heck to do with it. But I figured I could learn how to apply product on my face because that's a bit more like precise. I can look at it, right? Um, I was kind of wrong. My makeup was kind of, a mess but I do think I learned fairly fast for someone who started doing makeup four days before prom so I guess kudos to me I don't know um but yeah so I have like a weird collection of make lip products I have like a couple samples I think one of them is like a tarte sample um I don't wear it as much just because I okay I hydrate a lot all the time um whether it's water tea coffee um whatever I I love like smoothies anything basically um so it doesn't really make sense for someone like me to wear makeup because I'm like the in the next five minutes I'm probably going to be grabbing from a water bottle anyway but I do really enjoy the look so I mean a lot of them are also hand-me-downs or I got them for free and it came with something I really wanted to declutter them though I think ideally I would have one bold lip that's like a red because I love bold lips and I, I look okay with them and then I would have like one a bit one that's a bit more sort of mauve is that the name like kind of neutral tone one um maybe a pinker one but probably not I don't think I look really good with like the cute vibe I think I would look a bit better with a, a gentler kind of uh casual elegant I don't know striving for elegance clumsily um look so that would be my goal um and then I think that's most of it um if you include perfume i just use perfume right now because i have them um i'm not a perfume person just because like i've had experiences where i sit next to someone with a strong perfume or cologne and that's all you can think about for the next meeting uh and i find that really annoying some people some people have a really nice cologne um but i'm usually not a huge fan of like sitting next to someone else's um perfume So I just don't want to bring that circumstance upon other people. I'm a person who goes to a lot of meetings, obviously, not in person right now, but once things turn back to normal, I probably will be. So I'll be wearing perfume now because it's just, you know, I have it. It makes me happy, but um, it's not really a purchase that makes sense for me. I've had this, right now I'm using like something that was gifted to me, but um, I have this perfume bottle that I've had for like five, six years and have not really made much of a dent in it aside from it naturally evaporating and it's probably gone bad because it was already on sale then. I don't know that was also gifted to me so I've actually never bought perfume on my own and as much as I really like certain scents I probably won't ever find it a reasonable financial decision to purchase one maybe like one of the slim like Jo Malone ones once I'm like a real adult and have money hopefully maybe but I don't really know we'll see um so this has become a really long podcast I'm kind of trying to experiment if people like this sort of rambly, I talk forever version better or if people would like a bit more of the, you know, shorter clipped, I've prepared material for it type. Um, again, another telepathy moment. I figured these telepathy moments are appropriate once every 10 minutes. So this is going to be hopefully my only other one within this podcast, but I'll just quickly walk you through what my ideal makeup collection would be as a, like a more minimal um, setup. So I would probably ideally have a. Um, I'm counting on one of my hands. Um, probably will need both, but a liquid foundation, a brush to go with it, a eyeshadow palette that's like you know the Elate ones. Um, if you're into this world, you might have come across Elate, which I think is a sustainable, cruelty-free brand. Um, and they have this palette that you can customize. Um, so I would have like a palette like that where I can put in like mostly neutrals, but then some. Um, blue green toned eyeshadow, so I'm gonna count that as three, sorry if that's, like, kind of cheating, um, but, yeah, okay, three, um, and then I would have one eye- black eyeliner, um, black mascara, and let's see, oh, yes, I earlier said two lip products, um, so one- one dressier, one fancier, kind of bolder, and then another a bit, um, more gentler, subtler, nude, um, color, and then one brow product. Is that it? I think that might be it. Um, I mean, oh, also, I use, like, a primer right now, but that I got for free, and I will probably- I might repurchase a primer if it feels like it would be good for my skin, and then a- setting powder so I'm not counting the primer um just because I don't think I will repurchase it actually realistically speaking so that's nine things unless I oh I guess I should count like one brush for my eyeshadow palette although right now my palette comes with brush so I'm not counting it but I'll say 10 so ideally I would want 10 items in my makeup collection I think that is pretty much a common number for like minimal makeup collections that you see online um I don't really know I think obviously this is yet another thing where it's so up to the person and also I have a lot of secondhand things um I okay secondhand makeup might be a contentious thing I don't really care I um if I receive something secondhand and I've gotten it kind of from various avenues some from like people I know some from um specific platforms made for that But I would just let them sit, like, for a very, very long time. Like, one of them, just by circumstance, I didn't have access to it for, like, two months. So I just, like, let it sit. I'm sure you're supposed to do some sort of cleaning, but I just kind of, like, trust that they won't give away something that they had, like, illnesses around. And if they did, then that germ will die out in those amount of times. Um, I'm sure this is not the scientific way of doing it at all, so please don't do it like I do but, um, just so you know, um, I do try to be a little bit careful, but not super, and that's how I have, like, a lot of second-hand things. If I can wash it, I will, like, brushes and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I do. So this is a long podcast, um, but that's just kind of walking through makeup, and I, honestly, I really enjoyed it, and I might do it for, like, clothes as well. Um, I'll look at my target demographic, or, like, my demographic of audiences a bit. Um, I'd love to know or try to kind of tailor this to content, obviously, that is more interesting, um, so I'll, I'll try to figure out, like, well, talking about my scarves, well, scarves is probably pretty boring, but, like, you know, how many tops I have, how many dresses I have, like, would that sort of thing be interesting, or would that bore your eyes out and want you to stop following my podcast, in which case that'll defeat the point, um, I hope this was interesting, I do not know what's coming up next, But um, I will for sure see you soon. See you later. Minimal moves.